payback. Theo, Kenny and Brandy head to Pyrenile, along with Theo's scholastic rival and fellow special defender, Adri Famonsk, in order to prep for their mission to intercept Team Nautilus on the Nidorient Express. Pyrenile is a gaudy mix of Las Vegas and Giza, all casinos and tacky facades suggesting ancient relics. The town is most notable for its enormous central obelisk, although Brandy would likely tell you it's more famous for being the place where she invented the Infern Cape. Kenny and Theo meet in the Pyrenal Museum and discuss Kenny's fears regarding the lack of limitations to his poker powers. Why do other poker powers seem to exhibit the abilities of a singular Pokémon, whilst his seem to draw upon any species? Theo reveals that beneath the outer gaudy exhibits, the Church of Slaslo keeps secret relics in this very museum, which might provide answers to Kenny's questions and give them clues to the King's Rock. Aware of the ever-prying eyes of the museum staff, the pair plan a midnight break-in to explore the secret church exhibits. Brandy, meanwhile, tries to help Adri loosen up at the Casino, a Sinnoh-themed games corner. Brandy plays Voltorb Flip with the Mesprit Dealer and ends up wagering Gary the Skorupi in a high-stakes game. Despite her best efforts, Brandy loses her Pokémon to the toothless Mesprit Dealer after she is distracted by an intoxicated Adri threatening to start a bar brawl. Brandy plans a heist to get Gary back and demands Adri help her. Brandy and Kenny decide to get more Pokémon to help with their respective heists, in part because Theo refused to have a Magikarp be part of their support network. They go to the town dump, where Kenny runs into the former acrobat Salandit, who he catches and names Hoops after learning of her circus past. Brandy tries to capture a Munchlax that falls into her clumsy trap, but the capture fails and a masked bestial trainer named Stig attacks her. Learning that Stig is the indentured slave of Munchlax, Brandy shows Snorleone, who is boss, with the help of a luck point, catches the Pokémon and frees the hapless Stig. Theo, meanwhile, sobers up Adri, or tries to, before they themselves get unwittingly plastered. Theo turns up to the Midnight Museum heist with Kenny drunk. In a chaotic early rooftop salvo, Theo crashes through the glass ceiling and alerts the Gardevoirs to the otherwise flawless plan. Escaping, with a brief interlude for Kabuto to rediscover their lost love on a frieze in the mezzanine, they find an exhibition of held items that Theo is convinced will contain the entrance to the secret church chambers. Theo punches the wall to no avail, and the Gardevoirs, led by their avuncular ruler Jolly, catch Theo and Kenny and arrest them. Brandy, meanwhile, turns up to the casino with Adri nowhere to be seen. Needing a keycard to access the back rooms, she convinces a Gary Smoke Stan Riolette dealer to give her his in exchange for a phone call with Gary's other cheerleaders. Backstage at the casino, she tries to get Snorleone the Munchlax on side with her plan and learns that he is the former kingpin of Pyrenile's crime world, now deposed by the new Mafia leader, Buizel. She gets recognised as a trespasser by the staff and thrown in the same prison as Theo and Kenny. 
Before Brandy's arrival, however, Theo and Kenny are forced to consider what this setback means for their journey to learn more about Kenny's powers, or Theo's quest for the King's Rock. They attempt to work on Kenny's ability to channel his powers via a conduit, and also meet their neighbour in the cells, renegade church member Hilary, who left the church to run a mobile library and bake cakes. Hilary passes Theo a piece of the ancient incomplete tapestry, a piece of which Theo had already seen in the basement of the Surfloat Tower. They also meet Butang the Jailer and his son Peitang, who feed them grilled cheeses and reveal all their Pokémon have been taken by Buizel. Eventually, a sobering bell tolls, and the Jailers take Theo, Brandy and Kenny to their ultimate fate. The gang are forced up to the top of Pyrenile Obelisk, which has been converted into an illegal cage-fighting arena, observed by the new crime lord Buizel and her allies, an Orwellian mind-reading Shedinja and Jolly the Gardevoir. They learn they will be required, without their Pokémon, to fight Rock the Dwayne Johnson, an incredibly powerful Machamp. The battle goes terribly. Brandy is wounded, Theo sets the crowd seating alight with a Will-O-Wisp, and Kenny's powers freeze him in time. Thea reveals that they weren't entirely without Pokémon, and had a secret ball on their bandolier given to them by their church mentor, Kanan. The Pokémon is a Togekiss, who defeats Machamp and heals Kenny. The team split up, and Brandy takes on the Shedinja, who manages to kill Peitang before Brandy and Snorleone defeat it. Having delivered vengeance for the fallen jailer, Brandy inherits Peitang's ruler sword. Released from the cage, Theo intercepts Jolly and Buizel's escape, whilst Kenny rescues Rock the Machamp from the fire by helping to give him a power boost. Rock throws Kenny into the fray, while Brandy pole vaults her way into the thick of it. Munchlax swallows 12 contraband Pokeballs mid-pole vault, meaning Buizel and Jolly would be leaving empty-handed. Jolly gets ready to attack Theo and Togekiss, and Theo has a vision of all the church rebels who owned this Pokemon before them and a hint about where the tomes might be. Go to the Conclave. In your heart, you will know. Togekiss defeats Jolly the Gardevoir and knocks them from the obelisk. Out of resources and out of allies, the cowardly crime mistress Buizel surrenders, but not before Kenny hits her with a flame burst delivered by a dormant Torkoal flying machine. Munchlax returns to his crime lord throne in Pyrenile, but instead decides to stay with Brandy giving control of the Munch Bunch family to Butang the Jailer. Snorleone also burps up a Pokeball each for the trio, and the gang have a celebratory party in the casino, which is crashed by the arrival of Gary's cheerleaders. Who knows how much sleep these heroes will be getting before they board the Nidorient Express tomorrow morning. We learned that CEO of Kappa Corp, Seto Kappa, was the person asking Buizel to steal Pokémon from across Pyrenile. Seto is working with Tyler of the Pokémon League's Elite Four, the pair implying they will do anything to achieve their murky goals. <laughs>